everybody, welcome back to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network. I am one of your hosts, Corey Derrigan. Alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. Hey, how's it going? I see what Stoy's doing. I'm not looking. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to be like, I was trying to lip sync no. your intro. See, I saw, I, I, see, I saw half of it. I saw you doing that, and I, Benilli, the shit. and I covered yeah. your, I covered the video with the the doc. The sh, the, who the was shows. that? Who was that one girl that was on Saturday Night Live? Remember, she was on Saturday Night Live. That one girl they, on Saturday Night Live. Uh, what's her name? Sister. It was what's her name? Sister. What's her name? Sister. Wow. Jesse Jessica Simpson's sister was a pop artist or something like that, right? And like yeah. Ashley Simpson. They were. Yeah. Ashley, yeah. Sure. Ashley, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I remember this because like they played, she played one song live, and then the second song they played the same tape again, mm-hmm. and she was so embarrassed that she just walked off the stage, and they cut the commercial break. Yeah, I think I remember. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of Millie Vanilli lip singing stuff like that. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyways, okay. most of the the popular divas do that. Like I think Mariah Carey and stuff yeah, does a lot. That happened at New Year's. Yeah, with yeah, Mariah Carey. I, I do. I do remember hearing that. Hmm. I mean, whatever. If, if you know that's what you're to expect, that's what you're to expect, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I I would just hate it for, like, because, I mean, I, I go see rock and metal bands, so I would hate for them to do that. Like, that would be stupid. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. it would just take me out of the experience. Yeah. I yeah. mean, pop artists, you just kind of expect that, right, at this yeah. point? Yeah. Yeah. I and I mean, most, yeah, most of them are. Like even even when they are actually singing, there's still the backup vocals because you know for the harmonies and stuff that's played on a tape usually. Yeah, I get um, that. You know to make it to make it sound better. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm whatever. How do we get to that point? I don't know. <laughs> How do we get to this topic? I don't. Oh, know. Oh yeah, you made the mini Millie Vanilli comment because I'm I, I I'm an asshole and I like to disrupt things, so I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Also joining us is the joy of EXP cast, Stojovic. The, the the interrupter, the disruptor. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All other upters that you can think of, that's me. It's okay. I'm Look, sorry. I'm going to be as loud as possible tonight because my wife and kid aren't home. You know why? Because our house is infested. And I came With back what? to do this yeah, podcast. But did you, uh, you, you never said what you what's infested. Oh, let me tell you. So if you're watching the video version, you can see that all of my child's toys are in my office here. See, you know. Yeah. There's more that way that you can't see. So we've been having a raccoon problem in our house for, oh, I don't know, since the spring. And Damn, every, raccoons. every like couple weeks they have to call like the people who catch raccoons and say, Hey, we need to set a trap. Like our landlord does that. But she's like, hey, my wife calls her because I don't want to deal with that crap. And she's like, hey, we have another raccoon. We need you to catch it. Well, this is like our eighth raccoon this year. And it's like in, Jesus. And it's like in the roof, right? <laughs> this fucking thing. This fucking thing brought fleas into our house. Yeah, fleas. That's what they what they do. Sons of bitches. And our cat now has them. And they keep multiplying. Those little fuckers keep multiplying and multiplying and multiplying. 
So the last few days, we've been kind of like taking our essentials over to my mother-in-law's house because she lives right down the street. And my my wife and kids have been sleeping over there. And I slept there last night, but I'm going to stay here tonight uh, just to kind of like clean and make sure the cat stays in the bathroom where we've kind of isolated her. And uh, Monday morning, tomorrow morning, the pest guy. There's a five-hour window, by the way, but when this guy might show up, by the way. Can't nail down an exact time. <laughs> they never can. <laughs> uh, and they're going to bug blast and spray the entire uh, house. And uh, so we've had to get we had to get everything off the floor, uh, you know, cl- vacuum, sweep, dust, everything. Like, it, it's just been a pain in the ass. So. I can imagine. Yeah. And yeah, the, like, did they, did, like, did they at least try to fix whatever issue? Like, how, how is all, like, I mean, that's got to be a massive hole for a I raccoon know, I to think be getting in. I know. I think it's in the side, so- because, like, there's, like, a, where the gutters are, there's, like, a, it's, like, an, I don't know. It's, I don't know what you call it, but there's like a like a place where all these animals can travel from one side of the duplex to the other, and it's on the other side, and they're crawling up and like traveling around, and like still like getting oh. in here, and it's just it's, it's gross, man. Like it's just mm. yeah, that's it crazy. sucks. It really it really sucks, but I'm not gonna let that deter my excitement for this episode you know why because it's first of all it's the first episode of december which you know what that means you know what that means jesse you've been around long enough game of the year <laughs> means the hat. swapping to a santa hat yeah, yeah. i am yes so you I change am. your hat every month is that how that goes no every month just, no oh, okay. just just for christmas or you know oh, okay got it. holidays Great. whatever you want to call it so, okay. Yeah. The Festivus month. Yes. <laughs> Festivus for the rest of us. That's how they say that, right? Yeah. So I'm wearing this all, <laughs> all month long, even though it itches the crap out of my head. So itchy. yeah, those, are, those always are so. Different. I'm already itching. So this might be a short episode. <laughs> well, at least with the hat. I mean, you know, don't cut the episode short if you can't stand the hat. No, I'm not going to. I will suck it up for the team. So, I don't know. That looks fine. Our listeners and viewers appreciate it, Corey. You know what? They told me themselves. I put the effort into the showmanship of the show, okay? So, that's what the F means in Arsenal X. The F means for effort, and that's what Corey's bringing. Are you thinking, is there an F in Arsenal I, X? I was thinking if I like spelled it out, Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast, there's no F anywhere. So. Nope. nope. <laughs> I just like Corey like staring off into space like, wait, there's, wait, no, wait, there's no F in Arsenal X. <laughs> it's hiding behind but that. You know what? If there was an F, it would be you, Corey. The F Thanks. would be you. Thank you. Thank you. So F you, Corey. <laughs> F Thanks, Doy. you. Okay? Thanks. No problem. Appreciate you. I appreciate hey, you so and your, you're the clearly the humor of the show. Oh, I don't think so. You're right. Nobody does. Uh, 
So before we get oh, <laughs> before we get into the 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 meat of the show, there's a couple smaller stories that I didn't really want to put in news that I feel like we could skim through. Right, Titanfall the original ti- the original Titanfall is being removed from stores. It's actually already been removed from stores by the time you hear this, and uh, they're removing it from what's EA subscription service EA Play and Game Pass Ultimate on March. Fourth, I think they said, 2021. Hmm. Yeah, but they're going to leave the servers up, so if you feel like playing Titanfall 1 instead of Titanfall 2, you know, you can still drop in. I don't know how many people are on Titanfall 1. I don't either, but I played I mean, it, it I played it on yeah, Xbox 360. I played it on Xbox One. I, I actually, I thought it was pretty solid. The Playing the campaign missions was kind of, like, short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, this isn't really necessary to play. No. You know, I mean, it was nice. It, it was an interesting take on the campaign and like trying to introduce like campaign and narrative into multiplayer matches. But I, I know they were really into the whole like no one likes stories and campaigns in their video games. Mm-hmm. But of course, naturally, when Titanfall 2 came out, that kind of changed the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Everybody loved the campaign and didn't play the multiplayer. So, which actually, I, you know, as much as I don't like multiplayer games, I actually enjoyed Titanfall 2's multiplayer. Yeah, that was, was the one. Was that was the one for Stoy. Yep, that was the one for me. Pretty much, that was it. Mm. Yeah, I played it on Xbox 360. Man, that was a uh, that was a good time. Titanfall. Yeah. Yeah, it was so funny when that when the uh, 360 version came out because they really didn't promote it at all. And yeah. like, well, it came they, out they two they weeks really... after the Xbox One version. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and but they they also didn't show what it was gonna look like. So like, I mean. It looked ended up looking really good, but mm-hmm. still, they like if they would have showed what it looked like, you know, like well, I think more people may have been. You know, I mean, that's the old marketing ploy, though. They want people to buy the yeah. new box, right? I mean, that's what happened yeah. with uh, Twilight Princess on Wii and GameCube, right? Where the GameCube version came out two weeks after the Wii version because they wanted to sell the Wii version, right? So, right, yeah, yeah. And I bought it for the uh, I mean, I bought it for the GameCube because I didn't have a Wii at the time, so it made no difference to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of Titanfall, not really. Speaking of old games, I should say. Old games. A lot of old games here, guys. A lot of old games. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur is getting a new DLC after, you know, 10 plus years. Hmm. Yeah, they talked about this when they announced the remaster. They said they were working on uh, Fates Warn. Expanded. Yeah, they were working on expansion for it, which is cool. Like, yeah. hopefully, this means that we're going to get a. We're going to get a proper sequel sometime. I know. I can't wait. I actually, you know, I I actually, like, really love that game. And if you pre-ordered, what, Mass Effect 3, you got a code for Kingdoms of Amalur for the N7 and, uh, armor and the Omniblade or whatever. It was cool. Yep. yep. And they were actually, like, I never upgraded them until, like, halfway through the game because they were so powerful. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. So that's. I always like those kind of crossovers. Like I think Mass Effect Two had um, Dragon Age. Uh, Dragon Age armor that mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. yeah, and then the and then vice versa. I think too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there was yeah there was like uh there was like small little codex entries actually I think in Dragon Age Two there was a codex entry about a Commander Shepard mm-hmm. or something like that or whatever it was it's something kind of something to that effect it's mm-hmm. kind of cool. I never did get to check out like in person the uh what is it the the link uh outfit and and uh and um 
Elder Scrolls? Mm. Was it? Was it? Uh... It was okay. Yeah, which which Elder Scrolls was it? It was again? Skyrim for Switch. Like, was it Skyrim? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you just scan the amiibo and it just popped in a chest. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but that's cool. I uh, I I should probably get back into this. You know, I mean, I beat it originally when it came out for the 360, but and I bought the remastered version and I played a good contingent of it. But I'll get back to it eventually. I don't know when. Yeah, but I will. It's okay. <laughs> We forgive you, Stoy. Promise. There's so much. <laughs> yeah. Like, we t- I talked about this last week, how this is where I start to hit my backlog. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to start kind of like collecting all the games I need to kind of finish or whatever. And it's, I'm not looking forward to that. Well, there's a big ca- campaign coming out this week. Actually, the I know, day this post. makes me upset. <laughs> well, for me, it's like Halo comes out on what, Wednesday? Right, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. The Destiny, thirtieth, uh, the Bungie thirtieth anniversary start, stuff starts in De- in Destiny on Tuesday, and then the new dungeon for Destiny comes out on Friday. And it's like, man. Plus, like, I'm already prepared to spend tons of money in Destiny because there's there's a bunch of stuff that they haven't announced yet, and everybody is pointing to Halo, and like one of the exotic weapons is clearly going to be the Halo One pistol. The, there's a legendary bat, uh, uh, pulse rifle that's clearly the battle rifle from Halo. There's the uh, uh, a trace rifle, which is like you know one of the what is it the plasma beams or whatever in Halo. There's a ton of Halo stuff that has been leaked all over the place, and one of the universal helmet ornaments is rumored to be Master Chief's helmet, and everybody's freaking out. Hmm. So that would be interesting. I know. Yeah, and, I, and I'm like the new the new uh, C, uh, chapter of of Fortnite started and oh yeah, the Spider, rocks in it, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, the rock like the rock plays a character that you that you'll unlock later on in the uh, in the season. Yeah, um, and then yeah, and then Spider Man is the last uh, unlock in the in the. Uh, battle pass the, the battle pass yeah yeah and then he's got a whole bunch of variants of the outfits that you can unlock as yeah, well it's, and stuff it's what the black that suit really and cool. then the white white suit, suit. Yeah. yeah yeah and then some more after that probably like usually they'll do like a silver they'll do they'll do silver like silver gold and then like a platinum which is like a, a shimmery like a silver that shines like different rainbow colors mm-hmm like they'll do yeah they do like all because there's there's like a whole another battle pass essentially after you finish the the regular one where you unlock a whole bunch of alternate suits for every character yeah it's because it goes 200 uh 200 um uh levels yeah 200 isn't it usually only 100 Uh, to finish the to finish the battle pass and then there's that whole second battle pass Mm. That where the you second battle alter- pass. It's where you unlock the alternate costumes, and you oh. can't buy you can't buy level ups in that one either. You have to outright earn them, oh. which is you know fine, but oh. yeah. Okay. okay, that's second battle pass. Uh, Quake Quake's getting a horde mode. Everybody, cool, nice. That's cool. I don't know if anybody asked for that. I imagine. Did, did people ask for that? I don't know. It also got four new maps, so 
For those of you still playing Quake, let me know how you like them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. I always, I always think of ODST like that was basically a horde mode. Like they had that horde mode essentially where you could oh, just firefight. Against... Yeah. yeah, firefight. Yeah, firefight. You know? That was yeah. It, yeah. It was fun. I mean, I'm in on it. At least it's not a battle royale they shoved in there. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, Bethesda released a bunch of new concept art for Starfield. Did you cool. watch that video? I did. I watched it. I wrote yeah. the story I mean, on the website. Cool. Story. I know, but I'm just saying for <laughs> content, for conversation content. <laughs> anyway, but the yeah, that was a pretty cool little deep dive into kind of the uh, the uh, atmosphere of what to, what to expect for Starfield. I'm expecting good things out of it. I mean, just yeah, by their banter and conversation, what they're talking about, I imagine the lore is going to be huge. Yeah, in this game, I really liked Todd Howard's quote in that video too. Uh, right at the beginning, where where he said, uh, "I'm just going to read the quote from the video. It's actually okay. from my story, but it's in the video." Uh, I think one of, the, I think one thing people underestimate about video games is that people think it's just playtime, but I always say it's the one thing video games can give you that nothing else in entertainment can give you is pride. Look what I did, and even though we want mm -hmm. to make a game that is, is very big, that is very long, you can play it for all those years. It's all the paths you didn't take that make it special to you. That that you feel like when you finish that quest, that when you feel like you accomplished something that week. The people who love video games can always say, what did you do today? I saved the world. Of course, Todd said, yeah, it's pretty cool. yeah, yeah. said it way more emotionally impactful with that beautiful music behind him. But, you know, <laughs> just pretend yeah. I'm Todd Howard and play some classic music behind you and you'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, like... The the, I think one of the interesting things about that game is that, like, it does look like there's going to be some kind of, like, uh, you know, like, almost simulation, like, flying, flying, like, aircrafts and stuff where you're going to actually have to, like, push certain certain buttons at certain times and, mm -hmm. you know, and do, do things to actually fly different places. And I, you know, like I've seen that in other games before. I've played that kind of stuff in other games where, you know, in order to fly the ship, you had to do all these different kind of checklist things. But, um, you know, brings like in a bigger... To, uh, brings me back to Steel Battalion. <laughs> yeah. The massive-ass yeah. controller. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, like I, you know, like I could definitely see that, like that kind of stuff being really, you know, like something for everyone, like different kinds of interests that you know that will that it'll you know attract mm -hmm. i can see it i can definitely see that yeah uh the last story here i was gonna put it in the news but we don't really know that much yet it's more of a it was confirmed on a podcast i listened to and a couple other things is that bioshocks uh the next bioshock setting has seemingly been revealed it takes place in the arctic and takes place in the 1960s so I guess if you want to find a way to isolate someone, the Arctic, huh? okay. the Arctic would be the way to do that, I guess. Uh, I thought they were going to go to space, but then I guess they don't want to be compared to System Shock and Bioshock. So. Right, yeah, no kidding. Well, space is almost like, I don't, I don't know. It's it, it's like they have to stay grounded in in Earth, and like on the planet. I, I always see it. So like obviously the first Bioshock, they're going underground, underwater. And then, um, you know, and in infinite, they go to the sky. 
So I guess now why not the Arctic? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? There's probably a giant ass big alien city underneath Antarctica right now that we don't even know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever think of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody did, I'm sure. I did. <clears throat> I, I mean, how I much know. of Antarctica is really charted? Eh? All of it. Okay. <laughs> you did. They just put little rad, like radars on penguins, and they let them walk around. Yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what's underneath <laughs> there? It's, it's like the that penguin poop. The, old, the original Batman movie with all the penguins running around that had the little. Yeah. Uh... bro. When, <laughs> Where do you think Tim Burton died, got his inspiration? When the when penguin died, right, and the uh, the penguins like you know dragged him into the water to man. <laughs> I was a kid, man. I cried my eyes out when I was a kid. I was like, no, even though he was a bad guy, those poor penguins. <laughs> uh, what are they going to do? They don't have a father anymore. <laughs> I really need to go back and watch some of those movies again because I haven't seen them in so do you, long. Do yourself a favor, don't. I should, well, probably, I should probably watch them at some point, period. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I... I they don't uh, stand up compared to what what your expectations are now because you know, I know, I know. They're, they're so wildly campy that i've never I, seen i mean when i was a kid it was really cool because that was my you know but like when i got to be an adult i think that campiness part of batman just went away yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah that's fair well the it's the it's once you once you really start paying attention to the comics and you see like how not campy they are anymore like yeah you know it's it's that's what really makes it makes it so difficult to you know like when when you hear them talk about people you know complain about oh why is the these dc movies always have to be rated r or whatever and blah 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 and it's like well because you know like that's just the that's just the setting that that a lot of this uh entertainment is in now it just You've just it's just a matter of doing it right. Yeah. DC's always been darker, you know, yeah. than Marvel. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, so it's you know, sometimes you gotta go kinda like the edge of your route. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it deals with death and violent crime for crying out loud. Crime yeah, that's you know, and that's the thing is there's nothing wrong with you know, there's nothing wrong with that because like, you know, like Marvel Marvel is you know, definitely a lot more mainstream, like you know they're trying to go for you know everyone's uh, superhero movie, whereas you know DC is just kind of they they stick to uh, you know a little bit more niche kind of thing that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like some 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 frozen Jesse some, some frozen Jesse huh. hell yeah just like the next Bioshock. <laughs> Because ah, ah. it's going to be in Antarctica. Get it? Yeah. I got it. Anyway. Jokes. Anyway. All right, Story. And Jesse, are you there? Are you back? Yeah, it, it just decided to shut on, shut off on me. Hmm. You, uh, yeah. Your camera's still frozen. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, hold on. It's cool. It's all right, Jesse. While you figure that out, I'm going to read this housekeeping because... This is Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network, where each and every week we get together with our friends from around the internet to talk about Xbox and everything we love about it, including news, rumors, new games, Game Pass, and more. Check out Arsenal X Live on Sunday nights on twitch.tv slash Boss Rush Network at 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, or on podcast services and YouTube on Tuesday mornings. 
You can follow us on social media platforms at Boss Rush Network. Use the hashtag ArsenalX. And you can catch all of our podcast reviews, banter pieces, and more on our website, BossRush.net. Another announcement. The store is open. You can go to BossRush.net and click the store icon, and it'll take you right to our store. Or you can go to RedBubble.com slash BossRushNetwork. It'll take you right there. You can buy all your Arsenal X merch there and EXP cast. We'll throw that in there as well. Yeah, thank you. And all of our other shows. But mostly Arsenal X and EXP cast. We don't care about those other guys. Buy your mom a sick shirt for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She'll love it. Yeah. You're going to walk out in front of her and you're just going to say sick. Yeah. And she's going to be like, sick. Yeah. Yeah. Buy buy your girlfriend uh, the the A-line dress or whatever it's called. (laughs) Just say sick. I don't understand. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. There's there's a mini skirt. There's leggings. Yeah. Don't worry, I was thinking bunch about of, you ladies bunch cool stuff. this stuff. Much <laughs> cool stuff. Cool stuff. <laughs> Let's see, there's a mouse pad. Yeah. Yeah, there's stickers, there's magnets, there's a whole bunch of shit. Mugs. Everybody likes a good mug. Notebooks. Everybody yeah, likes a yeah. good mug. Throw that yes. out there. Arsenal X, EXP cast, logos. Get them! Alright, we're going to get into the part of the show where we talk about what We've been playing. Let's jump in. Stoy, what are you playing? I played shit. <laughs> I just haven't I haven't really uh played anything new. Like I just been uh I've been in on Kenna, uh Bridge of Spirits. I still been playing that. Um I don't know why that isn't a contender for game of the year. Because I think that make that that has a better story than half the games on the game of the year list for Jeff Keighley's Game Awards. Agreed. And, and, you know, I, I, am I upset? No. Um, but that's one of those things that, it, it, you know, the, the Game Awards, I think we talked about this before. I think it was on this yeah. show where I said, like, everyone's like, oh, I don't care about the Game Awards. Game Awards are stupid. Game Awards are useless, blah, blah. But then when they find out their favorite video game didn't win the Game of the Year award or, you know, the category they were in, they're like, blah, blah, what the hell? You know, so... Um, you do care about the game awards. I, I mean, whatever. I don't. So that should have won game, that, or that should be in the category because of its acting and storytelling and its ability to evoke emotion. Because there was a particular mission that, or there was a particular story mode. Because you're in the game and you're a spirit guide and you're trying to guide spirits to you know, to kind of pass on and move on because they're mm-hmm. manifesting themselves in the physical world because they have unfinished business or they have just a huge amount of regret. So the first story that you encounter, and I'm not going to spoil it, the first story that you encounter is a story of uh, an older brother taking care of his two younger brothers. And because, you know, their parents died, so he becomes the kind of like the, you know, the... Um, so, so, so you're trying to release his spirit to kind of pass on to move on, and it's such a powerful like when you get to the end of the the story, the end of the kind of mission, so to speak. Like it's the way they the way they tell the story, man. It's so powerful. It's like so emotional that I'm just like, man, why can't this yeah. be on there? Why can't this be on there, man? I mean, yeah. I, 
I'm, I'm grateful that it's it, it's on there as an indie category game. It's it's in for like best indie game, which it, that that better win hands down, because that this game rivals AAA games in terms of graphics, in terms of gameplay, and everything. So, yeah. but we all know AAA games will end up. I, I, contrary to what maybe a lot of people think, I don't think Metroid Dread belongs in that list. But I'm not knocking it, saying it's a good game. Or it's, it's a bad game. It's a great game. I, I love Metroid. I think there's probably but, three uh, games on that list that probably don't belong, to be fair. Yeah, admittedly. But this year was kind of a down year for video games. Let's just admit that. I mean, yeah. a, a lot of things got pushed back and delayed to 2022, maybe I mean, even later. I know my current game of the year isn't on that list. Yeah, same with mine, but that's okay. Well, I, I believe my, like, yeah, like my games <laughs> that I that I would pick... Uh, I think it would, yeah, Kenna and I believe Death's Door are going against each other, which sucks because, like, both of them are so good. Yeah. Like, both of them are, like, yeah, because, like, Kenna, like, Kenna does, is, like, probably, I think, one of the better looking games this year, too. Oh, like, yeah, I agree. It's like, just... honestly, like, it, it's, I think it's the best looking game this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think I said it before. I just, some, a lot of times I just stop and look at the environment. And just stop and yeah. look at things. Like it's just, it, you know, it blows me away. It's just amazing. I was I on mean, Crossroads last week, and I I was saying the same stuff. I was like, you know, there's so many. It, Chris was on there, and him and I both kind of shared that same sentiment of just, there's, you know, it's just a game where you could just stop and look at things. Um, yeah. I do that a lot in Forza Horizon Five. Like when I still play it, I I'll like stop the car and I'll just be like, man, look at the mountains. Look at yeah. this shit. It's fucking yeah. beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Look at that river. Look at that water. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, you're driving around, and all of a sudden you see some trees, and you're like, look at them trees. Yeah. Beautiful trees. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to stop and appreciate things. You got to stop <laughs> yeah. and appreciate the artists that put in yeah. all the effort making that stuff, man. I mean, appreciate the list, work. the list for game of the year this year is like. It's lame. Lame. It's Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, and Resident Evil Village. I mean, like, like I said, I hate to knock it because this wasn't necessarily, you know, there was probably a lot of games that were supposed to come out this year that got severely delayed and, you know, for obvious reasons. And that that's fine. But um, we have to admit that this is a subpar list. Yeah, this list, yeah. this like if this was any other year, I don't think any of these games except for yeah. maybe, I mean, with the Nintendo bump, Metroid Dread would be on the list, I feel like. But like. Ratchet and Clank, really? You know, I don't even think Death. I don't think even think it takes two would have made it. I don't either. I mean, I, I I acknowledge that what it does for storytelling is is really good. I've heard so many good things about it, but I just don't think it really does. Like historically, mm -hmm. and we talked about this before because I talked about this on EXP Cast before because the Game Awards, their top games, you know, Game of the Year awards, all follow the same third person action story driven narrative rpg games they're all the same they're all the same so you're never gonna see you know like an indie game strike through and win or even get a chance yeah you know yeah. we saw this last year when because a lot of players like us will admit like jesse your game of the year maybe death store you know yeah. um my game of the year maybe forza horizon 5 i don't know i haven't really decided yet but you know, Forza Horizon 5 will never get a crack at uh, any, you know, Game of the Year award, even though maybe it should because it's 
one of the most highly rated games to have come out this year. And we all know, admittedly, that's not the criteria mm-hmm. yeah. for game of the year, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, um, Cyberpunk is nominated for RPG, best RPG. Like, okay. So we know... <laughs> it's not even an RPG. It's like... no. It's like a it's it's like an open world shooter with RPG elements is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's like an action I liken it to being an action adventure game, but you know, when you see the list of who's sitting on the board and it's all these like publishers and developers and you know, mega media CDOs and stuff like that like okay, I get it. You know, you have to acknowledge Cyberpunk at some point, but you know, whatever, it's fine. So I'm 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 running way off topic. Anyway, Kana should be game of the year. Um Let's be fair though. The game awards are not about the awards. It's about the announcements. So. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But th- th- this is the thing. Jeff Keighley really wants to make this a credible game awards, and they want this to be as close to the Oscars as possible. You know, in terms of notoriety and importance. And they have really good categories, like, um, you know, video games for impact. Uh, you know, best content creators, which, you know, I'm still shocked that podcasts isn't a content creation uh, type category. Nope. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> that, that still boggles my mind. It's like, okay, you got all these streamers there. That's great. But, like, you know, how many podcasts are out there now that deserve a little bit of praise and limelight, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, whatever. Like us. Um, yeah, exactly. Where's, where, where's <laughs> us in this? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, I've been I've been really getting into Dragon Age Origins. Uh, I'm really I'm really lumped into the lore. Um, I really appreciate it. I got to give a special shout out to uh, the, the the husband and wife duo over at Lore Together. Uh, it was Dragon Age Day yesterday, on uh, December fourth, uh, unofficial Dragon Age Day, and uh, course, they had unofficial. a special episode. Yeah, they had a special episode talking about Varric Tethris. He was one of the dwarves, one of the main characters in Dragon Age 2 and 3. And they went through a deep dive within his history, and I, I really appreciated how much Safi was... Safi was the one that led the episode. How much Safi went through his entire history, and just how deep his... not only his lore is, but just the entire Dragon Age universe and the politics and the cultures, just... I gotta give props to developers like Bioware that could just craft such beautiful worlds that are very just real you know it's cool so i really just give a shout out to them uh that's a really good episode and a really good deep dive but um i I, i'm in dragon age origins so much that i I really want to beat this so i can get to dragon age 2 so i think that's going to be my winter so because and dragon age 2 got a frame rate boost too so i'm super excited super stoked for that that's what i've been playing Nice. nice jesse what are you playing uh, I actually tried a couple of the the newer games that came to Game Pass. Um, I tried the the one that's in game preview. It's Anvil uh, Vault Breakers, and that's just a game preview. Uh, I played that, and I I really enjoyed it a lot. So it's like a twin stick shooter, um, you know, with the typical kind of twin stick shooter where you're going around. And, you know, collecting stuff and then you can like there's these like floating cube things that you can walk up to and you have like in-game currency that you can use to either buy upgrades or 
or you can um, put like different stats or new things on your your weapons or your your character. So like one thing you can, they'll give you like three things you can pick from, and like one will be like do more damage, you know, with your your gun, and like one will be, you know, that when you that your cooldown time for your um your kind of uh speed like burst where you can kind of like strife or whatever or, like kind of fly to fly away and you know get out of uh out of harm's way like that will cool down sl- uh quicker or you know like you, you just get all these kind of things that you can stack and stuff and then there's also like a whole upgrade tree that you that you can do uh, along the way the only thing that i might see a lot of people not really care too much about this is it is it is a um a roguelike <laughs> so like it when I'm you out. die you have to <laughs> yeah when you die you have to start all over again but that's where the skill tree like kind of thing comes in there's certain things that you can unlock or that that you keep on the next go around um so you know, there's there's those kind of elements there of things you're trying to unlock uh, to save. So you moving forward, you can kind of uh, start out with those things or whatever. And then there's like you know different weapons and stuff too that you can pick up along the way. Um, and there's like I think uh, shoot, I think it's like five or I think five or six different characters you can choose from, and each character's kind of got their own. Um, like abilities and things that they do um and then you know i believe you can kind of i don't know if your upgrades kind of don't matter to each character because i didn't play it enough to really get to where i unlock stuff permanently yet um but i i would imagine that probably there's certain things that just unlock for no matter what character you're playing as but it could be i guess possibly that each character has its own tree uh skill tree or level up tree um but yeah like it it looks amazing um like it plays really well like i haven't noticed any like major bugs or issues for it being a preview game um so like if if that sounds like something you'd like to play um i definitely suggest giving it a try um i i was having fun with it while i was playing I didn't have a whole lot of time just this weekend to really to play much, but I, I wanted to try to at least get something in, you know, new to talk about. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to go back to it um, and play it some more uh, because cool. I was enjoying it, even though, you know, like I'm, I'm not necessarily into the roguelike, you know, aspect of it either, but the gameplay is fun enough that, that I, I don't, you know, I'm willing to overlook that for right now. So so yeah, that that was really good. It's definitely uh, worth checking out. And then I tried that Rubber Bandits, which is essentially like a, a humans fall flat or like a gang beasts game type game where you're um, the whole like kind of wobbly, just you know, bouncy around character type thing. And then you can like grab things and and throw things, or you can grab weapons and and stuff oh, is that like kinda that. Is that kind of like Fall Guys? Have you ever played Fall yeah. Guys? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Like that. 
Yeah, Fall Guys, like humans fall flat, the gang beasts, all those kind of games are all very similar, like in that whole ragdoll kind of physics thing going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so the, essentially what it is is you go into like each level, you'll there'll be a door that you have to leave. And and then there'll be a place that that money is that you got to pick up and leave with, but uh, like uh, as you progress, it gets more and more difficult. Like there'll be uh, different uh, puzzles you have to solve in order to be able to get the money, um, or you know certain things you have to do. And then and then uh, there's also like situations where you can use like the guns and stuff to blow things up. And, you know, sometimes there'll be certain, like, specialty, like, kind of items hidden somewhere that will, like, give you, you know, certain abilities or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, I haven't gotten very far in that either, but it, it's pretty fun. I mean, if, you know, if it's just, like, a game you just want to kind of goof around in and have fun with it, it's definitely one of those kind of games. It's not, it's not anything serious. There's no real story or anything going on it's just more of a of a you know waste time kind of fun so so yeah those are that's mostly what i've been playing so cool cool yeah i looked at some of the stuff that came out on game pass this last week and something wanted to draw something drew me almost wanting to download final fantasy 13 too but uh yeah i i I can't get into another rpg (laughs) can't yeah Hmm. yeah it's fair fair dragon age is a big game there stoy yes it is yes it is like yeah i can't do any more than that can't do it he says can't do it won't do it scrub <laughs> just kidding don't matter to me just kidding well i've been playing let me let me share with you guys what i've been playing maybe maybe i have to pull it up because i forget uh i've been playing a lot of tales of arise actually game is really good speaking of rpgs speaking of long rpgs i was like huh i wonder how long this game is you know just to get my mind wrapped around it game's like 50 hours i'm like hmm. uh, pat just uh pat just beat it he platinumed it it took him 70 hours to do that yeah yeah neat i will not be doing that <laughs> won't be doing it it's a great game though great yeah. great game uh, I am getting ready. I'm, I'm not very far. I like this whole week has just been a mess because of this whole bug thing. But, uh, I've been playing that. I'm in the castle of the first Lord. So it's cool. I like it. I love the characters, by the way. Yeah. Characters are cool. Uh, I've also been playing Halo multiplayer. Still good. Mm-hmm. Not much more to say about that. <laughs> Glad that Fiesta event is over because uh, that event was not great. It's okay, though. They have time to fix it. I've also been yeah. playing Forza Horizon 5 because my nephew wanted to watch me play it because he's not allowed to really play anything because he's eight. And he like, yeah. yeah, he's stuck in that age where he's like too young to play the cool games but too old to play the kid games you know and he's kind of like oh, I want to play this but I can't yeah. although they did just download <laughs> Fortnite today so he's going to get yeah. his first oh, taste wonderful. of what everybody else is playing <laughs> uh, 
So, but yeah, Forza Horizon Five is pretty good. He made me dry, try to drive into the volcano. <laughs> it was very uneventful. <laughs> they just put you back on the road. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just kind of drove around. He's like, "This game looks awesome," and I was driving the Bronco that they give you at the beginning. Yeah, it was it was fun to watch him kind of get excited about it. But last but not least, guys, last but not least, I've been playing Outriders. Nice. 2021 game of the year, everybody. Okay, so tell so tell me what's uh what's new really? Is there anything new? I mean, there's like I mean, a I bunch of there's a lot of new. So I never really finished the campaign, so I'm still making my way through that. And then a lot of that new right. stuff is like end game stuff because they're trying because at the, when that game came out, they were like oh, yeah, we're not making a game as a service, and it totally is. Like, it totally should have been. It's like the reverse of Avengers. They were like, oh, well, right, yeah. here's this awesome single-player campaign that you can play with your friends if you want with loot and stuff. And there's an end game, but you don't have to participate because it really doesn't lead to anything. Well, mm. then they're like, well, here's your free update and New Horizons, and then we're going to, next early next year, we're giving you a brand-new story to play through, an expansion, and new in-game stuff and it's like okay well this is just borderlands now gears of war meets borderlands that's all it is now uh Mm -hmm. but that game is awesome i don't care what anybody says like game is awesome and somebody who likes gears of war and destiny and they just pretty much fuse the two together i'm just like sick (laughs) jesse we talked about this we uh we, we talked about the episode where uh today it was our episode where we talked about what video game developer would you want to have resurrect a dead franchise? And we talked yeah. about Outriders today. We talked about People May Fly. We talked about your um, um, Nightmare Creatures but uh, yeah. comment. But uh, we thought that if anybody would could revive uh, in, a, in a good way Army of Two, mm. it would be People Can Fly. Yeah. Because Outriders is so ridiculously campy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Bulletstorm was so ridiculously campy too. Yeah, which is exactly what Armia Two is. And yeah. obviously, we know people can fly, can make a really good damn shooter. Yeah. You know? Honestly, I I think people can fly should should take it up. Come on, bring back Army of Two with people can fly. Yeah. EA, yes, yes, do it. Yes. Gosh, those <laughs> games were cool. Yeah, real I, dumb, dude. but cool. No, I I yeah. loved every I, I loved every single one. Even the uh, Visceral did. Uh, Fortieth day, yeah, dude. The fortieth yeah, day is the best. No, one. no, no, no. Visceral did Devil's Cartel. Fortieth day, the second one was the best one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh man, dude. And then it, it, the masks, like today, like if you wanted to base it off of whatever is happening today, you could like the different masks could give you different powers. Yeah, like stat boosts, I guess, or whatever. Ah, oh! <laughs> Stoy, you're a genius. I know, I know. <laughs> what can I say? Ah, <laughs> Army of Two. Why aren't those yep. games backwards compatible, EA? It's only the first one. Yeah, 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 only the first one. The other two are not. Yeah, I don't. I've. Yeah, we've been kind of wondering that for a long time now because yeah, like everything, almost everything is there. That was the other game. Those. That remember the other day when we were talking about like this was kind of like it for backwards compatibility because yeah. of licensing and stuff. And I said mm-hmm. Alpha Protocol or Alpha Protocol was the first game and the second game I couldn't remember. The fortieth day was the second game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I love that would be on EA. I love my wife and kid aren't home because I can be as loud as I want. <laughs> it's awesome. Gosh. I mean, maybe maybe those games will come out on EA Play. Maybe EA kind of has a stranglehold on it, and maybe you know they just don't want to let Microsoft kind of take it because yeah, Armia Two is available on EA Play. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, just just the first oh. one though. Not even the disc can be played. Damn it. Man, that second game, though. I own it digitally, too. So if I just plugged in my 360, I could just play it. Yeah, same. I could do. But, I, I could, too. I, I got both physical copies. Yeah. I've been I've been really itching to collect physical games now, Stoy. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, I think didn't they didn't they give the army of two, uh, the second army of two, out as uh, uh, games with gold like during 360 I era. Think so it was it was one of them. Yeah, yeah. I never played the Devil's Cartel though. Okay. Devil's Cartel was good. I mean, it was kind of a, uh, it was it was a less campy game because Salem and Tyson were the two main characters in the first two mm. games. And then they kind of split up. They went their separate ways, so to speak, after the second game. So um, you played as two new characters mm-hmm. who didn't have that same kind of banter. But I thought like Visceral did a good job with the action and the the intensity of it. But I, I think it took more like a serious tone mm-hmm. as compared to the other two. So yeah, I also like the idea of the aggro system. Yeah, for sure. Which was cool. Back to back, Tice. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. On, Salem, back to back. It was cool. That was actually cool, even though it was super campy. But, like, you know, you get that adrenaline. You get the aggro mode up. And mm-hmm. Then you go back to back, and you're just like, I know. Circle. So cool. I know. Ah, man. Gosh. Anyway. Those games were cool. I don't care what anybody says. Also, at that at that time, I was really, like, I didn't have a PlayStation at the time, and I really wanted to play God of War 3, so I just bought Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Also a pretty decent game. Yeah. Uh, I played that one a little bit, but not not a lot. But Outriders, Game Pass. Game Pass is game of the year, I'd say, so far, in terms of third yeah. party or indie or whatever. Man, gosh. I it's when it goes on sale, I think I'm gonna buy it. Just to have it. Because I know it's gonna leave Game Pass when that expansion hits, I bet. Or like yeah, shortly probably. after. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Uh, we're going to start kind of uh, including in this segment weekly pickups, games or things that we picked up for Xbox-related trinkets. Stoy, you said you've purchased a few classic games. Yeah, um, I've been kind of getting into this. Uh, I mean, I've been a collector for quite a while. And uh, no. I, uh, I picked up, yeah, I picked <laughs> up a... Uh, my old, my brother's old tube TV. Because I got into this, I want to make a shooter. I want to make a shooter game cabinet, like with light guns and stuff like that. So, Ooh. I um, so I took my brother's old tube, t- tube TV, and I'm gonna build kind of like a stand of some sort, hook my PlayStation 2 up to it, and then yeah, because that has like a lot of the really good shooters on that game, like Time Crisis, um, uh, Resident Evil Dead Aim, all that stuff, and um, uh. So I ended up picking up Time Crisis, Crisis Zone, Time Crisis 2, and this movie Endgame, which uh, had this, uh, it was like a Run Lola Run type game where it's like 
you're a super spy and you're 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 constantly running through these levels and obviously you're you're you know you're shooting whatever but it was kind of like a futuristic type game it was really cool actually i mean everybody knows time cri- the time crisis games but um so and then uh i was watching uh i was at i was at work on thursday and i was watching uh i was watching independence day on the tv <laughs> so i was like shit i remember the playstation 1 game of that was actually pretty solid like it was air it was air combat primarily so like you know you're you're in these like big sandbox areas and you're shooting down alien aircraft and it was actually pretty solid like it was actually a pretty good game so i bought that on ebay <laughs> like in the lunchroom i was like shit let me buy that oh yeah that's and then cool. i ended up getting a super mario all-stars for super nintendo and donkey kong country 2 diddy's kong quest mm-hmm. what, what you said nintendo. that you said that like somebody didn't know what it was called well because i thought it was called diddy's uh, Diddy Kong's Quest. Oh no, it's Diddy's Kong. Because it's yeah, because, because it's Di- Kong... it, it, I thought it was Diddy's. It's a play well, on words. Diddy Kong. Yeah, a... it was. It was Diddy Kong. I thought it was right. Just Diddy Kong's Quest. No, until someone it's... reminded me. No, it's Diddy's Kong Quest. It's a play on words to conquest. Yeah. So I learned that just recently. Hmm. Good job. Good job, Stoy. Um, I'm smart. You should go on Power Block now. You have all that knowledge. I'm waiting for the call. That could that could be your uh, game fact they advance. They haven't they haven't called to ask me to come on the show. So I wonder why. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. I, wouldn't, I can't understand why. But yeah, whatever. Anyway, so um, yeah, that's what that, that's what I picked up this week. Cool, Jesse. Did you pick right. anything up this week? No, I no, I really didn't this week. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, we. Uh, I won't even get into it, but yeah, it's some some money issues this week. Yeah, thanks to uh, yeah, yeah. my my wife's work, or I don't know if it's technically her work. Whoever deals with, you know, paying paying her for her short term leave decided mm-hmm. not to, and so yeah. Oh, <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, and then they, you know, instead of finding the the issue and. And solving it by putting the you know direct deposit, they decide to send a physical check in the mail to make us wait even longer. Of course, so just like the old days, yeah, the long, long ago. So, so dumb, but yeah. So yeah, this week has kind of been. Wow. Yeah, I, I really haven't had any extra money this week, so. Mm. Well, I I didn't buy anything personally, but I did, guys. My, I did get two toys for my birthday. Nice. We got we got two Destiny statues here. We got the Drifter statue. Sweet. Neat. Yep. Goes with my Exo Stranger statue. And then I also got the uh, the third in the set. Got Eris Morn. This one is actually nice. the most detailed. She looks good. Her her robe is all stitched and it has like the stitching texture on it and uh, Sweet. it looks cool and the green green flaming ball of course of course oh, i want cool. that i want that uh the alternate um master chief uh oh, statue the one with for, the red sword the... from best buy yeah yeah i had that first one they put out the one yeah with the assault rifle or the is it the battle rifle or the assault rifle yeah yeah battle rifle i think yeah or the uh 
Yeah. So I have that one, but then they came out the one with the energy sword. I don't like the red energy yeah. sword. I actually like the blue energy sword better. Yeah. Uh, but I already Which got that have, one. Yeah. They, yeah. They have one of each of them, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I got that one and then I was like, oh man, I wish I kind of would have got the one with the energy sword and the grapple. But then like, I don't know. I actually like this one better. And plus with kids like that grapple <laughs> like it's literally just yeah. this little plastic wire that comes off and that that would go missing in like yeah. you know 2.5 <laughs> seconds so yeah this one's know. fine yeah it's cool though i i'm so excited for halo guys it uh, that yeah. campaign's going to be so cool it's going to be so big i it has mm-hmm. like if you're going to compare it to another xbox title like that gears open world thing i think like that's what it feels like they're going to go for a little bit but also has like Far Cry crap in it, which I don't know. And Halo kind of intrigues me. I so I did get uh, like a couple months ago when they were on sale for like. F- remember when they were having the three, five, and eight dollar Far Cry sale, Jesse? When yeah. Far Cry Six was originally supposed to come out, and then they delayed it. I mm-hmm. bought Far Cry what three and four were on sale. Okay. So I bought them, and I have yet to play them. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna do it at some I, point. Honestly, I would start. I would just start with four. But I mean, like th- three. I like. I didn't mind three, but like four. Four is pretty good. But the problem is, is I had played five before playing four, mm. and so it was really hard to go back to four because mm. a lot of those mechanics and stuff feel so much better in five they're they're just improved so much more in five um but but i mean four is a good game um and you know and four is kind of the the prequel to the 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 newest one so yeah 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 in i i really enjoyed far cry 3 um yeah probably one of the it's one of my favorite ones i know that much Mm -hmm. um Five was good. Four was eh. Four was all right. Like I, I wasn't. It, it was okay. I feel like so. I feel like Far Cry is like one of those series that whatever the first one you play is the one that you like the most kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Final Fantasy in a way. Yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes like that. Like actually, Far Cry One was. I, I Far Cry One and Two I wasn't necessarily a fan of. Like I Far Cry Two was almost like too survivalist, too realistic for me. At the time, I know I don't think I was really into that, and then Far Cry Three came out and turned it more a little bit of mix of both. So, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. All right, guys, let's get into the news. We have a lot to go over and not a lot of time. So, uh, mm-hmm. our first story: Halo Infinite to add fan favorite playlists quote soon due to uh, player feedback. Halo Infinite's multiplayer is clearly winning over fans with its amazing gameplay, strong weaponry, and hitting all the right nostalgia points. As great as all of these things are, the one thing that players have complained about is the lack of playlists for specific modes, particularly Social Slayer and SWAT. This week, three, four. See, th- see, this is the kind of funny problem: is that developers don't know what you people want. <laughs> they try to assume you know they know what you want. And then all of a sudden it comes out to be like, no, that's not what we want. And it's like, <laughs> okay, I guess we dropped the ball on that one. So gamers are a fickle, fickle yeah. breed. Well, yeah, well, the thing is, is I always looked at this as... It's a like, beta. Yeah. yeah like that, it's that, a beta that, too. 
that once the game once the game came out, then it would go to how their normal multiplayer has always been, where you can yeah. choose the kind of types of gameplay that you want to play. I just Oddball. you know they just want people to get Oddball. used to everything, and Oddball. so they just they make just it so you Oddball. can't pick. Okay, so I have I have like a timeline and a quote from uh, their community manager here. Uh, this week, three four three industry stated that they appreciate everyone's feedback and the team is currently quote working on plans to add many of the playlists fans have requested, but that it will take some time. Quote. Let's let's talk about Halo Infinite playlists. We've been reading your feedback and we're working on plans to add Fiesta Tactical Slayer. SWAT and free for all playlists as we speak. They won't land by December 8th, but the team is pushing to get them in before the end of the year. Our goal for events is to try new modes prior to adding them to playlists. We'll monitor playlist health after the three editions above and adjust our offering if needed, but we're excited to make these updates before the holidays. This is just the start of the conversation with y'all. A social slayer playlist with multiple variations is also in the works. We see this request the most, but we won't be able to get that one ready until after the holidays. We hope you can understand and we enjoy and enjoy the ones that make it in before the team takes a well-deserved break. So that was uh, J- John Junzek Junzek Junzek. We'll we'll say that I butchered his name, but. <laughs> Uh, so this playlists are coming. I'm excited. I I want SWAT and Social Slayer and like there's so much going on now in so many games I had to catch up on. And Halo Halo's campaign is clearly going to take a while. You know, I I I don't I'm not the type of person that needs these playlists. You know, I mean like I, they'll be nice additions when they come, but I mm-hmm. I don't have enough time to be like super halo player you know what i mean i just want to i just want to sit down and play a few matches before bed one night and just call the day you know and if i get stuck playing oddball and nobody's playing the objective well then i'm gonna go play the objective you know isn't that been the main problem that a lot of people are encountering is that most people are playing these game modes like it's always just team death like every mode is team deathmatch no every mode yeah. is not team deathmatch people want team i know death but everybody oh. yeah everybody They're plays playing. every mode yeah. like it's team deathmatch mm-hmm. which has always frustrated me with multiplayer games because i'm i'm an objective based type person yeah and that was always my problem every time i wanted to play battlefield yeah. it's like i'm playing rush mode seek and destroy you know capture flag all these stuff all these games and like all right, are you guys gonna hold down this site like I am? Nope. Okay. Nope. Yeah. Nope, yeah. Yeah. There is one thing too. I kind of wanted to bring up a, a like a question, like slash like thing that that I I was wondering if we might end up seeing with. So you know, like obviously we're not we're not getting the the uh, co-op version of the the campaign right away and it's gonna it's not gonna be until like a couple of months into next year so i'm i'm wondering though if they're going to maybe like drop some more uh like story content during that time and like kind of almost as like a like a an apology kind of thing you know that that you had to wait so long so then you know that way even if you did maybe finish the campaign there's still be that new stuff that you could play like for the for the time being but 
I don't know. I, I just I was thinking that the other day. I was thinking I I wonder if they're gonna like do something, do something, you know, because we had to wait so long for it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, they'll probably give you like Slayer bucks or whatever they're called in this game. You know, yeah. Slayer bucks. I don't know whatever their in-game currency is. That's just what I called it. Slayer stash. I don't yeah. know. Spartan Spartan coin. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of multiplayer games, guys, Fortnite Chapter 3 is started. <laughs> and guess what? It's starring The Rock. Surprise. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of surprising. I yeah. Guess. I mean, I guess... I. Look, I don't really follow a lot of Fortnite news. I think Jesse's really the only one that plays Fortnite on a semi-regular basis here. But mm-hmm. I guess midway through Chapter 2, there's a character called The Foundation, and a lot of people were pointing to The Rock as the voice actor for this character. And then when uh, the end event just happened, which was like a war against the Cube Queen or whatever, uh, yeah. the portal opened up and The Rock showed up with to save Jonesy and all the other Fortnite characters, Banana Man and Shredded, <laughs> Shredded Teddy Bear. I don't know. I don't know who any <laughs> Captain America and Wolverine and Batman, I guess, too. Uh, he he came down. John and, Wick. Uh, his character model looks cool, though. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I would probably play as the rock if I was playing this game, dude. If I, so. OK, so if I was in the Fortnite, all these skins, dude, I would be poor. I'd be so poor. It's so good that I'm yeah. not I don't play this game. Although I did just re-download it because my nephew wants to play, and I told him I would play with him. Yeah. So I'm using a skin from, That's... like, I don't know. It's like a neon blue skin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, like, that's the thing is, like, for me, like, you know, I play it with my friend Pat and stuff, but my, you know, my, my kids are both, both of them are into them, my, my daughter and my, and my son, and. And so every once in a while, it's just kind of fun to just team up with them and play, you know, play a game together with them. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'm decent enough at it that it's not like a game that I'm not enjoying, you know, playing with them. I'm actually getting to enjoy it. So, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, it, it's a it's an online multiplayer game, so it has its things that get get me really irritated. But, you know. You know, but I, but it's still, it's still can be fun. So, yeah. And now, you know, like part of that problem to getting irritated with it was just there wasn't many options for multiplayer online games. And when all you're playing is just one, yeah. Like, it, yeah, like, or only have one as an option, it just mm-hmm. kind of gets repetitive after a while. But now you have Halo and stuff like that. And yeah. even like I was playing, uh, what's it called? The, the game that, that was like Halo with portals or whatever. Splitgate. I was play- yeah, Splitgate. I was playing that for the longest time <laughs> until mm. Halo came out too. So, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I've too, I'm too invested in these other games to like. I don't know Halo and Destiny. Like I so I I actually thought about buying the Battle Pass for Fortnite this season, but then mm-hmm. I was like, well, I know I'm not gonna play it. You know, I, I just know I'm not gonna play it. Uh, after you know a couple days with my nephew so and plus like all the destiny 
30th anniversary stuff is coming out this week so i i'm like i'm already prepared to spend a ton of money there i'm not i'm not wasting my money on something i know i'm not gonna play yeah so speaking of things i want to play jesse sea of thieves season five is here and it bombards players with new content started on december 2nd by the way in case you guys are keeping track uh let's see yeah it's uh Rare added a lot of different features, unique progression system, and added a seasonal uh, model that really reinvigorated the game. I'm jumping halfway down this article, by the way. Uh, Adding unique cosmetics and bringing items, uh, special items to the game. They even partnered with Disney to bring Jack Sparrow and Pirates of the Caribbean story arc. More Buccaneers than ever were ready to board their vessels and plunder the high seas again. Now heading into the fifth season, Sea of Thieves is adding a plethora of new features, quests, customization options, and cosmetics for players to loot. Here's the boatload of features listed below. Man, this guy, whoever wrote this article, has some great pirate puns. This article. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, create custom quests. You can bury treasure and, and make custom treasure maps to share with other crews. If crew finds your treasure, you'll be rewarded uh, with lots of rep and renown. Uh, theme firework crates. You can now sit around the world to relax and take it all in. Uh, it's an, it's been added to the emote wheel. Uh, you can sleep in a bed. Uh, <laughs> these are great features, by the way. Uh, okay. the speak, cool. the speaking <laughs> trumpet has augmented, uh, so you can turn it around and use it to whisper a cannon attachments for rowboats for extra firepower. Or if you're escaping your ship, you can attack someone who's trying to murder you with their own ship a hundred new levels of rewards holiday themed gear uh, new emissary rewards and legendary ship parts a brand new plunder pass new emotes and pirates of the caribbean gear including a captain barbosa skin to go with your jack sparrow skin so that's cool Uh, new weapon sets instruments and brand new canine companion you can have a canine companion i'm back in nice back in uh, three new sea shanties, improvements for your item transfer system, uh, rats, keep an eye out for rats on your ship, and that may, may mean something bad is happening below deck. Enemies now drop an- ammo pouches, and in-game character models will now move their mouths when they speak. Nice. So, there's your additions to Season 5 of Sea of Thieves. Man, season, Sea of Thieves, guys. Sea of Thieves. Another one of those games that just... Nobody talks about, but just keeps on floating. Yeah, floating yeah. the boat. Well, like I said, like that—that's like in my opinion, that's they got robbed of not being in the ongoing games uh, category in the the game awards this year. Because, in my opinion, that's like—I mean, you have your Fortnite, obviously. That you know, like they they bring a lot of different content in every every year, but like as far as like actual like genuine improvements and and gameplay you know improvements like sea of thieves in my opinion is so much better you know as far as that category goes so yeah yeah it's it's a bummer that they weren't in they weren't nominated this year Hmm. still you thinking about jumping back in i've never played it honestly it doesn't matter Um, you you played on (laughs) you played on jumping yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, 
I mean, I don't know. It, it's always it's always sounded interesting to me, I guess. And uh, I, I know you can play it. You can play it single player. Yeah, you but you, yeah, look, the but fun the not. fun is like the fun is with screwing over friends, your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So and like yeah. Jesse yelling at me to pull down the sail, and I roll it up instead, and then we go to turn, and <laughs> Ed fell asleep, so he's not manning the cannons, and then we die. <laughs> Uh, that really oh, happened, man. by the way. Yeah, it's, it's probably on our YouTube channel yeah. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had so much fun with that game. I know. Remember Anytime when we would play it. Remember when Ed fell asleep and we like pushed him to the edge of the boat and then we just started dancing around him and he <laughs> woke he up and got up. really annoyed that we were dancing? Because <laughs> he hates it when yeah, people dance on that, him yeah. or something? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> And didn't he? Didn't we like push him off the boat one time? I think so. Yeah, and he woke up and, and like we the... were we were just going full steam, and he's like, "Hey guys, yeah. you're leaving me behind." Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> uh, fall asleep, bro. <laughs> All right, guys. So Xbox Winter Game Fest is bringing over 35 demos to the consoles as part of the Game Awards celebration. Uh, Xbox has always celebrated games in the game in the Game Awards, and this year is no different. As Microsoft has announced that as part of the Game Awards celebration, they will bring over 35 demos to consoles. The demos are releasing on December 7th, 2021 as part of the ID at Xbox program and are going to be for upcoming unreleased games. Uh, here are a few games that have been confirmed, although by the time this posts, I think the rest of them will be uh, confirmed Monday and Tuesday. I think they're doing like a rollout uh, on the ID at Xbox site, so go check it out. There is a link in the description of the episode on bossrush.net if you're watching it there. Uh, you can just click the link and you can go see what games are coming. Loot River. Uh, this game looks really cool. Uh, it, it Procedurally generated, you already lost me. I, yeah, I know. I, I kind of got that too, but like the concept Rogue seems action cool. Action roguelike? Yeah, yeah, I totally lost him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the concept seems cool though. Like an action game that combines dark, like a hard action game with uh shifting block puzzles like tetris seems really cool mm -hmm. uh i hate that <laughs> i hate that it's a roguelike god uh yeah uh death trash looks cool uh it's a post-apocalyptic world where cosmic horrors uh long for humanity but are uh but are met by punks with shotguns oh no so. <laughs> Blacktail seems kind of cool. Not punks with shotguns. <laughs> punks with shotguns. No, that's my worst enemy. <laughs> a retail. Uh, Blacktail looks kind of cool. A retelling of Baba Yaga's origin story set in surreal, grim Slavic folklore. A one-of-a-kind blend of exploration and intense archery combat with dark storytelling. Seems neat. Seems okay. Uh, the Tale of Biston yeah. looks cool. I hope that's how you say it. Uh, a story-driven action-adventure game inspired by 12, the 12th century tragic poem uh, Kashro and Shirin. I said that right. Somebody will know. You play as a stone carver who makes his way to Mount Biston with no memory of anything before that moment. Man, amnesia, man, just rampant Isn't in these the video games. That's the of like every video game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you wake it, up in a world and you know nothing. Right. 
An insidious blight has spread, bringing forth many dangerous foes. You must battle through mythical enemies and travel between world, the real world and an etherical place of forgotten memories to discover the secrets of your past. Ooh. Ooh. And then uh, Nobody Saves the World, which I think is probably one of the biggest ga- demos here. There, It's by Drinkbox, the makers of Guacamelee, and... Uh, what was the game they made before that? The uh, Severed. They made Severed and uh, a few other really cool Vita games, I think, is what they were known for for a while. Complete quests to discover and swap between more than 15 varied and distinct forms. Mix and match abilities to unlock and complete even more challenging quests while exploring a vast overworld and its extensive dungeons either solo or with a friend to stop the calamity and save the world. Calamity. That's what it says. The calamity. Calamity Ganon? No, it's... <laughs> I mean, every video game has a calamity. Every video game yeah. has someone that loses their memory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stoy, I know you're pretty big in the indie scene. Are you excited for some demos? Some cool demos? I know we got stuff like Tunic in this at some point and below. We're in this as you well know, at some point. Actually, one of the ones that interests me is uh, Blacktail. Um, the, uh, the, like... Slavic folklore is something I kind of grew up reading a little bit of when I was a kid. And, uh, I mean, it, it's not really related to, I mean, East, Slavic is different than Eastern Europe. But this is the, the story of Baba Yaga when I was a kid growing up was always kind of intrigued me. So it's kind of interesting to kind of have a story or a game based on that. And the Tale of Bistan, actually, um, these, I, I, I'll have to look up these developers, but it sounds like kind of like, there's a really big push for like international developers coming in with some big, uh, big indie titles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to start kind of Googling these things, but yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, I think the full list will be available on Tuesday, I think, or they'll be, well, yep. the, the games will just be available on Tuesday, but, uh, the full list. And I, a lot of the, uh, idea of X at Xbox site has trailers and stuff for these too. So, um, mm-hmm. Jesse, you excited for any of these? Are you excited for yeah, demos I mean, in general? Yeah, yeah. I'm just in general. I I actually uh, went back and played one of the demos that were released the last time we got a bunch of demos. That that actually still works. The the Justice sucks recharged or whatever, and oh, that yeah. was like where you play as the um like the like the uh, robot uh, vacuum cleaner that can hack into things and you have to use like hack into things they use it to to uh take out the the robbers and stuff like that yeah and then you suck up their blood and, and their bodies after you're done cleaning up after you to complete the level it's, it's like i just i just love like yeah anytime we get some of these like just weird uh, indie games there's always like just something for everyone so yeah I, anytime this kind of stuff happens like i absolutely love it i love i love that they started doing the whole demo thing again yeah for you sure know? yeah uh, interestingly enough black cube games is developing tale of Vishton, and uh they're based out of the amsterdam in the netherlands but okay. the majority of their um uh staff is uh middle eastern descent so that's interesting. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I'm yeah, I'm kinda inter- I'm kinda interested in this, definitely for sure. Cool. 
All right, we're going to move on to our next story about Rare's Ever Wild. You know, that, that cool game that got delayed uh, a while ago because they're you know th- there was that rumor that they got rebooted or re you know reset or whatever uh, so i'm going to kind of jump down here to the middle of the article here rare has added more firepower to its arsenal hiring alien isolations lead designer gary napper uh, napper is no stranger to team xbox being part of the early development at sega of halo wars 2 and moving into the alien team shortly after alien isolation if you didn't if you missed it the first the first time uh he took to twitter stating that he is quote really looking forward to making some amazing things with this incredible team and studio uh his his official quote is thrilled to announce that today i joined rare as a design director on everwild really looking forward to making some amazing things with this incredible team and studio matt booty head of xbox game studios gave players (laughs) wow an update on Everwild earlier this summer, stating reports of a reboot were Admittedly, quote. Jesse started laughing before I did. Just want I want to put. That I know out your there. videos are blocked because I know when things like this pop up, I'm just gonna ha- I'm just gonna be distracted. So actually, yeah. I was hiding that yawn. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sure you were, Jesse. Uh, I had a tickle in the back of my throat. That's why it sounded like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. I- I'm really sorry. As someone who got made fun of for their name for years and years and years, I'm sorry, Matt. Uh, yeah, because Matt Booty but listens still. to the show. Uh, well, I mean, who knows? Matt would love to have you on the show. I would love to have Matt Booty on the show. I'd love to have anybody from Xbox on the show. Phil, Phil, you know, I sent you that invite, you know, a thousand times this year. You know, I'd probably write you three letters a day. So, so waiting. <laughs> I wrote you a letter. Still ain't calling. <laughs> We gotta we gotta make a rap about rapping this uh, writing to Phil Spencer. Yeah. Uh, uh, reports. Xbox got cold and I wonder why. Wow. It cannot power up. I'm gonna <laughs> throw it out my window and buy a Series S. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> reports of a reboot were probably quote probably a little more definite, a little more extreme than. Uh, what really happens as a game comes to life. Uh, even if a, the game is still a ways off, they're moving in the right direction, taking their time, and making what is hopefully another successful game for Xbox Game Studios. Uh, this is cool. I'm glad that they are kind of building up a team, it seems. I know like they're still working on it and stuff. That game was really unique looking and cool when they first showed it. Uh, what, do you yeah. got, what do you guys think of Everwild? I'm I'm I don't know what this is. The closest thing I could think of would be this is going to be Xbox's uh, Monster Hunter series. Oh, Monster Hunter! Interesting. I mean that, that that that's the closest thing I could think of when I was looking at this trailer and thinking what could this be. So, Interesting. I didn't. Yeah, even... it's, it's, I know it's going to be like a sprawling RPG type, but I think it's going to be focused on hunting. Hmm. It just seems like it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I could see. I could see that. Yeah, for for me, like honestly, like I, at this point, like I mean, like Rare has done so many great games, like over the years, especially when you know when they did a lot for Nintendo and stuff like that. That I'm just like honestly, I'm just excited to you know when they do something different and new. Like I'm just excited to see what it is. You know, like 
I I I have faith in like what they do. Like yeah. they've like I, honestly, I don't think they've ever really let me down. They may have made something that wasn't exactly 100% up my alley, but it usually is a is a good game, you know. Like, like mm-hmm. so, I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited to see what it is, especially if you know if there is any kind of like changes and stuff like that, you know. Like, yeah, I'm 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 all in on this for sure. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out when it hits game pass for sure all right our second to last story here respawns vince zampella is now head of the battlefield franchise building a quote battlefield universe uh there's a quote here from ea's coo laura meal i hope i'm saying that right m-i-e-l-e i hope i'm saying that right uh he he creates culture-defining entertainment that resonates beyond games we are bringing one of the most influential and talented individuals in entertainment to a franchise that is uh, ready to be unleashed into the modern era of gaming. It's an extraordinary inflection point in gaming history. I don't know about that. This man, this man is hugely respons- is, is responsible for creating Call of the Call of Duty franchise. And now, no, this here's man where it starts. It starts. Is, is now his man is running battlefield can you believe that here's where it starts (laughs) medal of honor is where it started at ea then he went to activision to start call of duty then he created respawn after the whole modern warfare 3 debacle Mm -hmm. and started titanfall the man created apex legends and now he's heading battlefield what is this man yeah this man is we should be worshiping this man, <laughs> honestly. Uh, yeah. I mean, he pretty much brought us modern. He brought us Call of Duty 2, one of the better World War II shooters still to this day. You know, Modern Warfare, Titanfall, Star Wars: Fallen Jedi. You know, Apex Legends. I guess you could you could say fine. I, I'm not into that, but no, but man. it's still and then now incredibly he's gonna, popular. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. So I mean, like I said, it's not it's not my cup of tea, but it's hugely popular. Like it's yeah. still stealing players from Fortnite to this day, still. But you know, now the fact that he's gonna come in and hopefully put in his um his kind of style into Battlefield, which is something that it sorely needs, because obviously as we've seen with Battlefield 2042, it's it lost direction. It mm-hmm. lost direction, it lost a purpose, and I, I it's it's like I swear I think the developers the dice just phoned this shit in. Well, they're just like, ah, let's just put something out. Well, the lead developer, remember we were talking about uh, Fozzie Mesmar last week. He yeah, he just bounced. Yeah, it's out well, there. He's he's now the head of editorial at Ubisoft now. So, uh, all you guys last week you listened to the show, thinking that yeah. you know, he would end up at uh, Machine Games to lead Quake. Sorry guys, he's gonna go make nope. uh, <laughs> open world RPG multiplayer RPGs now. For or mm-hmm. or you know, crazy multiplayer shooters for Ubisoft. So maybe he'll fix X Defiant or the new Ghost Recon game that was essentially the same thing. Yeah, I well, like for me, like I like I remember when that that first the first Medal of Honor kind of games came out, and like you know, at that point, I would play first person shooters, but. Like, I didn't really care about campaigns that a whole lot quite yet. But the, but those campaigns were some of the best. Like, 
you know like i didn't the one like i think won like awards and stuff for like sound and and like the you know like they had the whole storming of the the uh you know the the beaches and stuff like that and it was like yeah so, middle of our like, front line yeah it was so like yeah. yeah it was so so true to like like the reality and stuff like that and they they did such a good job on it it was such a great like campaign at the time mm -hmm. so yeah like i don't know yeah that was one that i was kind of bummed when they tried to to reboot uh medal of honor that it kind of failed i was kind of bummed because i i really wanted that to to i really liked it actually honestly yeah. i like the medal of honor reboot and uh warfighter was okay but yeah I think warfighter they that. was okay yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they rushed that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that Battlefield turns around because it's always been kind of like the, I don't know. There's potential there. there yeah. There's really potential there. Well, not only that, but like Call of Duty comes out every year and you just expect that. Whereas Battlefield kind of always felt like the boutique multiplayer shooter where like, you know, you get one every three or four years, you know, it's updated and supported for such a long time and this was the year for them to overtake Call of Duty, I feel like, and they just really choked, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Choked on a big, I, fat one. I Sorry. Think, uh, I mean, I, they did, right? Like, I mean, No, they yeah. did. They did, yeah, honestly. I mean, this was their year to do it, and they, yeah, fell short. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I, think, I think, honestly, like, what they need to do is they need to take the, the Halo route of having, like, having smaller maps where you can have your your you know like your Call of Duty style like close no. quarters combat. Well, well their their no. thing, have, their have thing the is big, big the multiplayer. Stuff. Their thing yeah, is the big but, multiplayer thing though. Yeah, which they they yeah. can have that. But if you if you're offering something for people who like both both of those things and you okay. can choose to play what you want to do. So like, you're talking because, like having having a little bit something for everybody, so something for both. Yeah, yeah. So still have those big maps that obviously they're very well known for, but having those small maps that people like. Okay, all right. Yeah, like like honestly, I think that that's what they needed to do though in this this year's game, because with it being only multi multiplayer, they needed to have like something for every kind of style of person that you know, that likes to play the Call of Duty games and say, hey, if you like to play the Call of Duty games, well, here's your Call of Duty style uh, matches and stuff. But guess what? We also have destructive, you know, like uh, stuff in the, in the maps and things like that. I still want those cowards to bring back Bad Company. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Bad Company was a little bit more close quarters, wasn't it? But I think that was more of just because of the times too. They weren't quite into the the massive, massive maps yet. Yep. As, as much. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. All right, guys. Our last story here. Big news. Big big news. Not really. <laughs> I almost didn't even put it in here, but it intrigues me. Uh, Xbox reportedly exploring handheld options for cloud gaming outside of cell phones. And, and tablets and stuff. So uh, I'm just going to jump to the middle of this story here. After 20 years and many technological advancements later, it seems Xbox will in fact be going portable in one way or another. In a recent report from Windows Central, they mentioned the Qualcomm Snapdragon G3X G1 handheld developer kit. 
which is a handheld device similar to the Steam Deck or a more powerful Nintendo Switch for Android gamers. This could be a cheaper solution for Microsoft, but the outlet also mentions that they have been dabbling in their own hardware specifically to perform well with their cloud gaming service. Quote, we have been hearing for a while at Windows Central that Microsoft has been dabbling with Xbox handheld prototypes for some time now. Although something like the Qualcomm platform may be uh, the family of technologies, Microsoft needs to, to really give it some serious consideration. Uh, I kind of wrote a thing that I would absolutely love an Xbox handheld device, but I would want it to be more in line with the Steam Deck, even if it is a little bit more expensive. Uh, they could have the cloud version, and then they could have the SSD version the way that uh, the Steam Deck is going. I mean, I, I love the Switch, right? But like, a lot of me just was like, man, I wish this thing had my Xbox games on it a lot of the time. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's you know grinding out some quests in Destiny or playing Halo or playing the Halo campaigns or even something as small as like Gears Tactics just or Halo Wars just to kind of like play in bed or something which I've been trying the cloud gaming stuff and it works fine but like I have an iPhone and it really sucks to play in the browser and it doesn't run as well as it would native like a you know like the Android app does right like it doesn't have all the features everything still runs at like 30 frames a second and choppy and stuff I would kill for a dedicated Xbox handheld Mm-hmm. See, that's I, I suppose that's the thing that Microsoft has to explore, and I imagine that's what the article alludes to. They have to explore how much of their player base is actually utilizing the cloud gaming and actually utilizing the gameplay on the go feature. You know, um, I, I I don't know what the numbers are off the top of my head in terms of like how many people utilize the Switch in handheld mode versus docked mode. I, I remember that stat coming out some time ago, but. Um, so it may it may work for Nintendo, but would it work for Xbox? I guess they have to kind of see and understand. Mm-hmm. You know, does it does it really benefit them in the long run? Because that's that's a significant hardware production that they have to go into, mm-hmm. and they want to yeah. be competitive. Yeah, and know? like I mean, the I guess the cloud gaming stuff makes sense, right? But like at that point, why don't you just buy a backbone for your phone? You know, like I, if you're gonna do. I, Unless there's like a specific technology in there that works better with their cloud gaming service than something that iPhone or Android can deliver. Like, I just don't see why you would have a device to do that. You know, even the Steam Deck, like, I know it's open source or open platform and you can install Windows on it. Like, even then, you could just buy a Steam Deck and install Windows and play your, basically your Xbox games there, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so maybe that's going to be something that they're going to explore once the Steam Deck comes out to see who actually really really uses it. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of the problem too right now is is you know, there's still a lot of people who don't have phones that can do you know, 5G mm-hmm. and I don't have a you know, 5G like, phone. And, yeah, and well, I do have a 5G phone, but of course it's the 5G that they only use in big cities, not right. the 5G that I have around here. Right. That I could be using <laughs> if I had a phone that could, you know, had that kind. But yeah, like so that so that's the problem and like we're just starting to get a uh, fiber internet here too. So like even like when I'm playing cloud, you know, cloud gaming through through the ethernet like i'm only getting you know 
upload speeds of like 10 10 megabits per second or whatever yeah and um so like that's that's it's still not great for that kind of uh cloud gaming it's still gonna have hiccups and stuff so i think that's the main the main thing really holding this back is just the infrastructure for the internet is just all over the place all throughout the united states so I mean, there's places that still don't even have high-speed internet, you know, like that goes over 100 megabits per second download. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that's it for the news. Uh, unless you guys want this late-breaking news that has nothing to do with Xbox. Uh, I Char- don't know. What is it? Uh, Charlie Cox to return as Daredevil in the MCU. There you go. I'm in. Oh, I'm okay. In. There you go. I mean, we were. I was talking about that uh, that potential that he better be coming back. So, uh-huh. yeah, that and man's daredevil. Here's here's the quote yeah. from uh, Kevin Feige. Uh, he says, "If you were to see Daredevil in upcoming things, Charlie Cox, yes, would be the actor to play Daredevil. Uh, where we see that, how we see that, when we see that remains to be seen. So, cool. I'm into that. I liked Daredevil. I liked that first season mm-hmm. a lot." Anyways, yeah, let's let's get let's get to the uh, pass it on. What's coming to Game Pass this week? Oh, I had to update the article last week like four times because every day yeah. they're like, "Oh, guess what? New games on Game Pass." Oh, we didn't add these yesterday. Got to do it daily. You got to do it daily almost because uh, yeah, you know when we talked about last week, this was coming out to Game Pass. All of a sudden, like the two days after, all of a sudden they're like, "Bam! Here's some drops for you." <laughs> Yeah. So you got Anvil, which came out on December 2nd. Uh, apparently, Anvil stands for Ancient Vault Investigation Lab. Whoa. Um, That's yeah, cool. So. I love when I love when games use acronyms for their title. It's so clever. Yep. So, um, Jesse, this was the one you talked about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. I forget if it was this one or Archvale, but it, I do start with an A, though. <laughs> yeah. start with an A. Um, but uh, so Jesse talked about that, obviously. Um, Archvale also came out on December second. That's a this is a bullet hell with RPG elements. Ooh, right, something like that. So, yeah. Uh, so that sounds kind of cool. Final Fantasy thirteen two. Yes. Uh, the, the Final Fantasy thirteen series is very divisive in the Final Fantasy community because this is pretty much like the first one, first Final Fantasy game to have like sequels within the same game universe not true final fantasy 10 was 10 1 and 2 i don't count that and I then count that. and then here. final fantasy 12 took place in the same universe as final fantasy tactics so whatever anyway so <laughs> back to my point also <laughs> final fantasy 12 had a direct sequel on the ds oh that's true that's true it did, it did. <laughs> okay anyway so final fantasy 13 had multiple iterations within it numbered iterations and uh, 13.2 resolved a lot of the issues that a lot of people had with 13. 13 was very linear-based. Mm-hmm. It didn't open up until the very, very end. So 13.2 uh, changed, changed up the battle system a lot to be more the turn-based style, but also adding a little bit of more action elements and having a lot more open-world-style levels and areas that you can explore. Um so Lightning isn't necessarily a main character in this. You're actually playing as her sister and some other dude. 
Um, they're both characters. They're both characters in Final Fantasy thirteen. The original. Oh yeah. They're both party members. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Lightning was trying to protect her younger sister the entire yeah. time, and now in thirteen two she's the main character. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, honestly, admittedly, at the time, like I said, when I played these games, thirteen two was my favorite. So yeah, I, uh, this, I think this that's, obviously is out already. I think that's the general consensus for the Final Fantasy thirteen trilogy is that thirteen two is the best one. Yep. Uh, I talked about Lawnmower Simulator. Um, that came out, obviously, last week. Uh, Rubber Bandits. Jesse talked about this one as well. Uh, that came out on December 2nd as well. Stardew Valley dropped. This was something that they were talking about, that Stardew Valley was going to come to Game Pass, and they just dropped it last week, on December 2nd. Uh, talked about Battle Warhammer 40,000, Battle Sector. Um, this one's coming out, actually, by the time you listen to this. December 7th, Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator. Mm. So you can buy, sell, and trade organs in a storage universe full of clients. So I imagine it's a uh, kind of like a micromanaging uh, manager simulator type game, mm. but with organs. Sounds cool. Keep vamp- yeah. Um, and there, there, there's uh, the, the, one of the hottest indie games to come out uh, this this year, uh, I think this is going to be a little small first-person shooter game called Halo Infinite. Uh, that's going to be coming out mm-hmm. on December 8th. Um, this is the campaign. Obviously, you can go play the multiplayer right now, but the campaign will now be available on December 8th. And it's a weird release. Like Usually, big games like come out either on Tuesday or Friday, but this one's coming out on Wednesday, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. But well, I'm not complaining. The thing is, is like... <laughs> the real... The theory that it's coming out on Wednesday is because Tuesday is the last big marketing push through Bungie and Destiny, which is weird because, like, I don't know. But that's that's the yeah. theory. That's the theory. I, I know I talked about it at the top of the show, but... Yeah, speculate all you want. Uh, One Piece Pirate Warriors comes out on the 9th. Uh, apparently, this is a... Uh, think of the One Piece world with, as buildings come crashing down around you, attacks... And throw up smoke and dust with each action on the battlefield. I don't get it. Fight hordes of enemies, adventure with trusted allies, and experience awesome One Piece action. I like One cool. Piece action. Yeah. Aliens Fire Team Elite comes out on the 14th. Yes. This is a cooperative third-person survival shooter that drops your fire team of hardened Marines into a desperate fight to contain the evolving xenomorph threat. I have this on the PlayStation. It's really good, really solid, fun shooter game, um, especially if you are big into the Aliens universe. Yes. Uh, I believe um, S- Stephanie and David are begging me to play it with them when it comes to Game Pass. So I said, fine. "Well, I'm in." Yeah, I you have no I, excuse I've now. been wanting to play it too because, I, but this is a game where you got to play it with friends, or otherwise it's just not. Mm-hmm. It's just well, not as fun. Admittedly, if you play this with bots, the bots actually holds. They do a pretty good job. Like, they're not useless. So, like, you know, sometimes playing with bots, they're pretty useless, and you're always doing all the work. But the bots are actually actually hold up pretty good. Uh, Among Us is coming to Xbox uh, on uh, December 14th as well. A very popular uh, game that has obviously spawned many copycats in many forms ever since Mm -hmm. its release. But to me, I always feel that's the ultimate compliment, is that when people copy your work. So... Yeah. Uh, you uh, basically uh, prepare your spaceship for departure, 
But beware, as one or more random players among the crew are imposters bent on killing everybody. And you have to find out who the imposter is that's killing everybody. Hmm. So. Who is the imposter? Do you know? Who knows? <laughs> Interesting. Who knows? That's, that is what's coming out uh, in the next few days. Cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, also, it's worth mentioning that if you ha are playing uh, Halo Infinite through Game Pass, a Game Pass subscription, you will be getting exclusive cosmetics and boosters and all that kind of stuff as part of your Game Pass perks every month. So the first one is called Past Tense. Pass. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said. Pass. Like Game Pass. Tense. Tense. Past tense. Yeah. It's cool. It's like this lime yes. green. Original. I think it's like original Xbox green is the shader. Or skin or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> shader. Whatever. This is a destiny. I know. I'm sorry. God. Yeah, these aren't shaders, bro. Here's shader. Keep your shaders, keep your shaders out of my halo, bro. Yeah. Shut up, okay? Gosh. We're, mo we're moving on. We're moving on to topic of the show. Moving on. Moving on. It's a quick topic this week, just because I know we started late and we're kind of going along. Uh, what Xbox-owned franchises would you like to see come back? It's, a quick, it's an easy one. It's really an easy one, guys. Banjo and, and Conquer are the, are the big ones. Come on. Who wouldn't like a new Conquer game today? See, I always liken Conquer to being uh, an original Nintendo franchise, and I know like Xbox, you know Xbox and uh, you know Rare kind of took it to the you know the Xbox series, but I, I guess I've never likened it to be like an original Xbox series. Yeah, but that's I mean, me. I guess I guess you're right, but still, mm -hmm. Conquer. I still want to see Advent Rising come back, man. Yeah, that was cool. I don't know. I, you know, it's like I I know unfortunately. Uh, Chair Entertainment, the original developers of the game, are now the Fortnite factory, which makes me sad to hear those things. Hmm. But, you know, it, it would be nice for them to kind of get the opportunity to complete, true. To complete that series. But they would almost have to start over, honestly. Like, yeah. they'd have, like, so much time has passed, and it's one of those things, if you want to tell a good story in the right way, you would almost have to start. You would almost have to do a remake, a complete top-down remake of Advent Rising and then, yeah, continue on from there. Yeah. If Morrison Scott Card will let you. <laughs> mm. Mm. What about you, Jesse? What do you want? What do you want from this? Um, I, I kind of, like, I, it's been a little while now. I don't think it will ever happen, but I kind of would like to see the Dead Rising uh, franchise get rebooted. You know, because for a long time those were exclusive to to Xbox, and the and then the uh, and, you know eventually I think it kind of went everywhere. But I can I think Dead Rising Five came out right. Dead Rising Five was the only multi-platform one. No four. I, four what? Yeah, four four started it, and then yeah. Because uh, because the, oh, oh sorry, go, go ahead, Jesse. No, you can go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say like one was a three sixty exclusive, and then they kind of like made a remixed kind of dumbed down version for Wii of that version and then 2 was yeah. two was multi-platform but Xbox That's got right. the f 
uh, case zero for Frank uh, in that game. Yeah. And then Dead Rising 3 was published by Microsoft, uh, so it is an Xbox One exclusive. And uh, w- that was a launch game with... Uh, uh, what was the the Greek-Roman fighting game they did? Rise. Oh, Rise, Rise, yeah. That was one, one that I have... I'm waiting to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, 4 was completely multi-platform at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I would like to see that come back just because it's been a little while. But I, I also like for older games. Like I would like to see them bring back uh, Death Row or like Fusion Frenzy or something like that. Yeah. Like I, like Death Row. Like still to me, like I, it's backwards compatible on on Xbox right now. Like you can play it, um, but. Like, I would like to see them bring that back and, like, that in modern day. Like, just the idea of, like, basically, like, it's it's Frisbee frisbee mixed with basketball mixed <laughs> with with fighting game. Like, so you can just straight up fight people, like, like in, like, a, a Tekken or whatever, where you're just a 3D, like, you know, like, fighter game. And then when you're not beating people up, you're you're kind of passing this ring, and and then you throw it through the the hoop thing to score a point. And it was like essentially it was like you had different factions of of inmates that were in like different gangs that would that would verse one another. And it was just such at the time it was just such a an awesome just unique game. And and I would love to see it come back. Like really, like honestly, the only thing I can think of that kind of like is even remotely close to what that did would be like um like Rocket League, honestly. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Like that's like the closest thing to it. I don't know why, but Rocket League kind of reminds me of it and for some reason. But but yeah, I would just like to see some of those unique, like weird sports type games come back again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they do have some, like there are some of those kind of weird games out there. Like uh, I forget what the there's the one that's on PlayStation and that I think is exclusive to PlayStation. Um, that I can't think of what it's called right now, but but yeah, like Death Row, I would like to see come back and like get a, get redone. Hmm. Cool. Stoy, you said you wanted to talk about Rise. Yeah, I wanted to talk about Rise. And talk about Rise. I, that was a that was such a really good launch title. Like it was, you know, it it showcased the power of just the, the you know the detail and the graphics that they could do. And obviously, it's Crytek, which at the time, I mean, even still, almost to this day, Crytek is like the pinnacle of like, you know, graphical technology and what they could do. And you know, Crytek was obviously very well known for its Crisis series and how it pushed the boundaries to. You know, for graphics and video games, um, but I would like to see them continue that. Even though I, I, I think they used it almost as like a, hey, we want to use this game to showcase the power of the Xbox. I don't think they meant to even start it as a franchise, which, yeah. you know, is kind of too bad. It's unfortunate, but you know, it is what it is. So, um, 
I thought the combat was really good. The, the you know the story was okay. It was just about like you know Roman generals and Roman armies going against barbarian hordes. But I thought the combat was really fun. Uh, super like it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of what later evolved to be the kind of uh, fighting style of you know the Batman Arkham Origins. Well, not that, but the Shadow of Mortar games, mm-hmm. um, the multiple multiple combat style games, and just the you know the quick melee action and the the bloody modes like that game did such a good job with that and making making the hits feel real like i don't know it's too bad too bad we're never gonna see it again right at least it's backwards compatible mm-hmm. yeah rise yeah rise another one another one another good one would be jade empire i know i was yeah. thinking about that this was one but that I we think... were talking about today because uh, we, you know, coincidentally on the EXP cast, we had a conversation about what genres we should bring back and uh, who should develop them. And uh, it would be cool for Microsoft to publish this and maybe to have a studio like Obsidian mm-hmm. maybe uh, bring this to light. Mm-hmm. The only thing is I think that Bioware and EA own Jade Empire still. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Microsoft Studios was one of the publishers. I know. So, I mean, maybe they maybe they still have a hand in it. I know, but I remember know. they 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 published Mass Effect as well. Yeah. And, God, dude, why didn't God just think if if this Microsoft was running the show back then, man, we could have had. I think Xbox could have had Bioware and kept Bungie and like ah yeah. could have had Mass Effect. Dragon Age, Jade Empire, Destiny, Halo, all under one roof. Tomb Raider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Tomb Raider. No, Tomb Raider was initially first on the PlayStation systems. I don't think it even. Yeah. Well, yeah. The first but, Tomb Raider but the, came out on PlayStation One. Yeah, but then the re when they rebooted it, it was exclusive to Xbox. It was just the Shadow. Yeah, the, the very Raider first game, right? one. Yeah. No, it was. The rise, rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise. rise of the Tomb Raider. That was it. Yeah. 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 The best. Yeah, that was exclusive for a year. The best one, although I think Shadow's the best one, but I think overall the best one people think is Rise. Okay. Uh, the game that I want them to bring back. I'm looking at this list here, because my answer wasn't good enough, but I think, I think, from a business perspective, and like a free-to-play model kind of look at it viva pinata i think they could do a lot with viva pinata in that space or even make like a like a 30 dollar experience and like a here's your pinata pass or whatever that you could buy and get skins and here's a here's a battle toad pinata that you can buy for like two bucks for your garden or whatever and if it mates with the llama you get a llama toad with you know, big fists or something. I don't know. Viva Pinata, everybody. It's coming back. Feel it. I mean, yeah, it, it could. I was never a fan of it, so I, I got no stake in this game. That's fair. That's fair. Anyways, that was a good topic. Quick topic. But we're going to mm-hmm. we're gonna wrap the show. It's getting kind of late. I'm tired. I got to work tomorrow. We started late. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for watching. Yeah, yeah this is kind of late, but it it's is. all good. Yeah, it was, yeah, Sorry, it was guys. a good show. It was a good show. That's fine. Sorry, guys. It's a good show. 
it, it, regardless. It is it's officially. All about, it's all about the content. It's it not, is. It's not about the. It's not about the uh, quantity of episodes. It's about the quality of the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's good content. Still quantity though. Two hours for your ears, everybody. For sure. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening to this episode. Remember, you can catch all of our content on bossrush.net. You can leave us a nice review on iTunes if you listen there. Leave us that. If you listen on Spotify, I don't know how they review things there, but do the good one if you do. Gentlemen, I thank you for your time tonight. Story, where can we find you? Uh, besides uh, following me on the EXP cast, uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram there. You can also follow my personal Twitter at StoyMKE8. Nice. That's about, that's about it. Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me almost everywhere as Phantom NXS. Cool. You can find me at I am Corey HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me hosting the Boss Rush podcast every Wednesday night live here on Boss Rush Network Twitch channel. I don't know why I said it like that. That's weird. Or on Mondays on your podcast service of choice. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Boss Rush Network. You can join our Facebook group, join our Discord. For fun times there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are three away from that magical 300 number. So subscribe. Do it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really push the YouTube because we don't really do much over there, but it's still a nice round number that would be fun mm-hmm. to hit. Yes. Yeah. And it's still where you got to go if you want to watch the video. Like, yeah. I mean, th- that's what hosts our videos, anyways. Yeah. Right. It's not yeah. where you have to go to watch them, but yeah. you can. Yeah. <laughs> So I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening to Arsenal X. And until next time, we love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Goodbye. It's on.